Mm. <laughs> oh, hi, Bo. Mm. Hello. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Beauregard. How are you? Do you want ice cream? Um, no, thank $3. you. Three dollars. <laughs> Not, oops, sorry, my phone's on. Not the one I'm eating right now. The other one I have back home. Three dollars. No thanks. I think I'm good. All right. Well, I have a little bit of a cold. I don't think that ice cream would be good for my. That's cough. too bad. You know what'll help? You know I'm going by door to door. It's the holidays. People still should um, so-cal distance. What's that called? Social distance. So-cal distance. <laughs> if you um, <coughs> I'm selling these packages. You might want to wear a, a mask if you're. I'm you know. eating an ice cream. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, I'm selling. I don't know how to react, but we got to start over. <laughs> I thought that was going great. <laughs> Hi, Bo. How you doing? I'm sorry. She, the holidays are really wearing down on Jessica. That's <laughs> okay. You want some ice cream? No, no, I'm good. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sadie Hawkins Pod. You doing all right? Yep. You com- you, you composed yourself. You're yep. all back together. Sure. <laughs> Let's go with that. <clears throat> well, from the sound of that, yes, we're sick here at Sadie Hawkins Pod HQ. Like, got little chest colds. Cute little chest colds. <laughs> what? I don't know because it's like. We haven't been, like, legitimately sick in forever. Like, kind of like when we've been sick in the last year and a half. It's just kind of generally, like, I don't, you know, just don't feel good. But to actually full-on have, like, phlegm and, like, an actual cold. Like, oh, no, I'm definitely sick right now. Right. <clears throat> feels like a whole other world. feels like a nostalgic <laughs> thing. Because how often do you get, like, real, real sick? I was supposed to get my COVID booster today, and I was like, oh, no, they're probably not going to give it to me because I'm sick or whatever, because you have to answer on the little thing if you're sick that day. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up this morning to my alarm to get ready to go, and I had a text message waiting that had just randomly been canceled, and I was like, oh, okay. You know why that is? Maybe Because that- they hacked into your, <laughs> your personal data, and they found out you're sick, and that you hadn't properly reported it. They listened to my microphone and heard me coughing. Yep. <laughs> So I rescheduled it for Friday. So good stuff. Hopefully, hopefully we're better by then. <laughs> well, a lot of good my COVID booster was. I still got a chest cold. <laughs> did you get a flu shot? I did not get a flu shot. But we oh, don't have the damn. flu. No, I can tell what the flu is. This is definitely like oh, yeah, a cold. Not we caught flu. colds. It's been like two years since I had a real cold. Like maybe I've I feel had like a- you say that every year, but we were totally sick like last February. Yeah, but like a different kind of sick than this. Like, I don't need to argue with you. All right, top of the show business. (laughs) I need to argue with you. I was sick. (laughs) So, I don't know. Let's go. What do we got? We do have voicemails. So we have voicemails that This go- is the chaotic energy that I th- was hoping we would bring to our Patreon that we were Right, we yesterday. just did a sick Patreon where you can go listen to it at patreon.com slash Sadie Hawkins pod. 
not exactly Reliant K related, but kind of related to our podcast and what things we talk about all the time. We reviewed the Angus soundtrack, the Angus 1995 movie soundtrack. Famous, Which we bring up a lot. Yeah, we bring it up a lot. Most famous for the Green Day song, J-A-R which was originally from that soundtrack. It was like an exclusive track to that, and then eventually it was on, you know, all of the Green Day Greatest Hits compilations. But we talk about that over there, and that was like the beginning of us really getting sick. And so we were like, ooh, we're going to have a nice NyQuil, like wild party time. Like we're going to be off our rockers. And like, no, we were really just like, hey, everybody. <laughs> But now we're bringing the energy for Deck the Halls this week. We're ready to Deck the Halls. And that's the big big piece of news is that for the rest of the year, for all of December, there's five weeks. Oh my gosh, that is the rest of the year. Wow. 17 has November, as the rhyme goes. (laughs) There's five podcasts for the rest of the year, so... We're just going to do Christmas songs. In That's the right. past years, we kind of go back and forth. We do two Christmas songs and a regular song. None of that this year. I think actually normally we were supposed to have started Christmas songs in November. Right. If our, the way we did it in previous years. was what we. Could... Although we might have started that like on Thanksgiving or the next show after Thanksgiving. And this would be the next show after Thanksgiving. So, so just the way everything <clears throat> falls, I was like, let's just... In, you know, in previous years, we hadn't done... A month of all Christmas songs because I was actually like afraid how that would go mm-hmm. to be like especially in the first year that we started the podcast I was like are people gonna get bored after a month of only Christmas songs like our Christmas episodes are some of our most listened to even though I think in a lot of cases that's like false SEO and people think they're <laughs> clicking the song for some reason on Spotify Hi, we gotcha so we hook you in with bow regard. Congratulations for sticking past the little bow skit at the beginning. <laughs> and thank you for staying with us. So we're going to talk about the song Deck the Halls t- this week. But first, we have some pod- podcast voicemails. Hey, 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 did you see how I did you see, did you see how I fell off? Did you see how I totally fell off, but yeah. then I caught myself and I landed back on my feet. We have some podcast voicemails. From our podcast listeners about last week's song, Maintain Consciousness. Hey guys, it's Lindy, and I'm listening, listening to <laughs> Maintain Consciousness. First of all, happy belated birthday dress. And second of all, happy belated Thanksgiving. I guess I was a little late. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I think I said happy birthday to Danny after his also, so. Anyway, I just listened to the part of the pod that you played the interview about um, depression, and I I agree. I think that just by saying – it sounds like they have no idea what they're talking about. It kind of also a little bit sounds like Matt does not truly struggle with depression because – of his answer, it sounds more like he um, has had depressing moments in his life up to like 2011, whenever it was posted. Um, and I 1000% agree with Jess that as a public figure, even if you're a small scale public figure, you know, not that they're a small scale public figure, but you're in the public eye at any given moment, you have to have some kind of ground to stand on 
to like support and believe in and like set the example that you want your whatever listeners, followers, whatever you call them, um, to kind of look up to. And I don't know. I honestly, a lot of these interviews just kind of sound like frat guys that are just, they just want to have fun and like, be stupid and silly and not really give a true answer when they're giving answers because everything is so wishy-washy. And I've thought that for years I've been listening to interviews and I'm like, I'm just always thinking like, okay, well that was like, what was the point of that interview? Did, did the interviewer ever get a true answer of what he wanted or, you know? So I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I'm also not a huge fan of that mentality. So all right. Well, catch you on the next one. Bye, guys. Lindy coming in hard with the criticism. I like it. There you go. Yeah, it, it was very clear that, uh, first of all, the question was a little awkward. I don't know where the interviewer had supposedly read that Matt Teeson struggled with depression because we sit here and do these deep dives every single week, and I have yet to come across a single article stating that he has ever struggled with depression. <laughs> except so, that one. <laughs> ex- except this one single video interview from Enoch Magazine. So, so yeah, I think that they were just kind of trying to stumble through an answer, ha- having no real uh, background and in the subject. When I was editing the episode, I especially, like, we, we said there was so much to unpack last week with our Maintain Consciousness episode. And, you know, I'm happy with how the discussion went and what with what we said and everything and you know uh it it was in the edit i was really like what lindy just said and we hadn't specifically said this Mm -hmm. but it might be that he has struggled with depressive thoughts yeah or the feeling of depression and that that is really a misnomer Is is it is misnomer the right phrase or is that a misnomer to use it there but it's like people who and I definitely said this where people confuse the idea of like oh they have felt depressed so like oh I have had depression but there's a capital D depression that we're actually as a society talking about especially we talk about issues of mental health nowadays and the way that we sort of skirt proper discussion of mental health like one of the first things we really need to understand is that the phrase depression refers to a disease that the inflicted cannot control, just like they couldn't control cancer or AIDS or anything. Like, depression is a disease, and that's how it works. But then some people have depressive thoughts or feeling of depression. Depression is also a word that describes a general feeling. So So people who kind of aren't educated or fully understand what the disease of depression is, that's where these kind of conflicting, you know, points of view come from. Right. It feels like maybe the interviewer uh, based that question off of reading the lyrics to Faking My Own Suicide or flipping through the lyrics to Forget Not Slow Down, like the whole album, and then maybe came to that particular conclusion based on that. Or maybe there were interviews where he never said, I feel I I have depression. Mm -hmm. Maybe there were just interviews where he said, oh, I felt sad and I felt lonely. Yeah. And I felt whatever. Which everyone feels. Which everyone feels. And that doesn't necessarily mean unless you have spoke. And another thing that we didn't talk about last week, which was the only big thing that I felt was the glaring 
uh, omission from our discussion about maintain consciousness is that we also didn't emphasize the importance of going to talk to somebody, a professional. Mm -hmm. That never really came up, but there was so much that we were trying to unload and talk about that, of course, some things got left behind. We we did talk about how uh, there should be no stigma on medication because it is something that helps people function. It is no different than, you know, your medication that you have, like I said, for cancer, like your treatments for that. It's a treatment. It's not, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the answer to your depression, but it is a treatment to help you function. Right. We emphasize that, but we didn't emphasize getting professional help. Yeah. And that's really, really important. So I'm sorry that we kind of omitted that part when there was so much to talk about last week. Yeah, absolutely talk to someone because even if you think it's not going to help, it, it might actually help. Mm-hmm. Um, I speak with a therapist every every other week and it's, it's really helpful. And uh, we're really fortunate that it's covered in our insurance, but it's not covered under a lot of our insurance. But there are other ways to go around that and go about that. I know like BetterHelp is out there. Use mm-hmm. code Sadie Hawkins Pod. Just kidding, but, <laughs> <laughs> but check into that. There are other there are other sites out there. I think that that can really help. And yeah, m- mental health is really important. Yep. So we have another voicemail, and let's listen to this one. Hello, guys. This is Diane Lonnie. <laughs> I am cracking up because I'm listening to the Maintain Consciousness podcast right now. And I'm literally in the middle of cleaning and I stop in the middle of cleaning to say, oh, I need to be listening to something so that I can concentrate. So I stop and I put the podcast on and then I was in the middle of cleaning the bathroom and I thought, oh no, I should be cleaning the kitchen. And then I was like, oh no, I got to feed the cat. And it literally like (laughs) the process of distraction that Jessica was going was like, almost exactly what I was doing in the moment of listening to the podcast. And I just had to stop and share how accurate that is for me. Um, and uh, and I completely agree with the idea of um, how popular it was to uh, diagnose kids with ADD and ADHD in the 90s and now seeing like adulthood in that I personally wasn't diagnosed. My mom never thought that I had it because I did good in school, quote unquote, um, not realizing that all my classmates that also did good in school were on medication. Um, and so as an adult, I'm dealing with all of this and people are saying, oh no, it's just because you're a mom. It's just because, oh, it's pregnancy brain. And I'm like, but it's always been that way. So listening to this has been very kind of cathartic for me because I'm going through all of that now as an adult. So thank you. But yeah, I thought it was really funny that I was going through that while Jessica was talking about it. So thank you guys. Well, thank you so much, Diane. That's, that's, I mean, thank you for sharing that so much. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, you're like in the middle of doing one thing and then you're like, wait, I need to do this other thing. And then you start to do that thing and you're like, wait, I was supposed to do this other thing. And then you go and do that. And then you're like, but you know what? I have this other thing that I also need to get accomplished. And you start that. And exactly. it's, things rarely get we done. We got to do this Christmas episode, but we also got to do next week's Christmas episode. Yeah. We got to do this one for two. <laughs> I realized I didn't really have ADD when I was a kid. I got diagnosed with it. Maybe I had like on a spectrum of it, but I'm able to concentrate on specific things when I need to concentrate on them. And the fact that I can do that without any specific help 
means I didn't I don't really have that. And I don't know is is minor ADD something that you can kind of like get rid of over time? Like I don't know. But then it seems like ADHD is something that you're kind of like wired born with will have unless you have actual intervention to help. You can't just change it on your own and it's not your fault that you can't change it on your own. I wish that there was better testing for adults like that made sense. Like I used to get tested like routinely as a kid because I have some other uh, learning disabilities. And so I had like, uh, I would get extra time on my tests and get them read out loud to me because I had um, dyslexia and some other reading issues. And so I knew the answers. It's just reading them would kind of throw me off. Mm -hmm. And so I would get my test read out loud. But because of that, I would have to get retested every year so that I could get that permission. And I'm like, I don't know like where exactly I went to get those te- that testing done every year. But like, can you go do that as an adult? Because I would love to redo that as an adult with like all of the advancements that we've had nowadays and be like, okay, now what's what's up with me? Tell me what's right. up with me now. <laughs> I realized in hindsight that I, there were a bunch of times where I went to like little places like, like, I didn't know I didn't understand the context just my parents took me to this one office building where we went in and there was like a playroom and a person who I thought was just a teacher for that day and then we did little like mind games right yeah (laughs) like yeah like you know here's the word red but it's written in yellow what's the color not the word yeah and all these like challenging little games right and I thought it was like an activity. Right. And in hindsight, I'm like, oh, I was actually going for like evaluation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't really understand that fully at the time. And there are real simple like ideas in this that don't have to be as scary as your kid needs this medicine or your kid has this neurological And you you don't even have to choose medicine. Yeah. But there are even simpler concepts like your kid is a kinesthetic learner. Your kid is this kind of learner. Like there might not be like me. Like I have a certain, I don't remember what it is, but I have a certain kind of learning that I'm more akin to. And when I learn in that format, I do better, but I don't have Everyone does. I don't have clinical depression, but yeah, I yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those those tests really do just help to to help guide you in helping your child. Mm-hmm. Really, not that we are expert parents or anything like that. We're just lowly dog parents over here. But right. you know, it's just it does it can help. So it's just it's just a thought. Well, speaking of that, no big update on the Jessica and I trying to have a child thing. But I just wanted to, as long as it came up naturally. I know a lot of people have been praying for us as we have struggled to conceive a child over the last like three years. If you've been praying for us, thank you so much. We have a more specific prayer that you can give us if this makes sense. Basically, like we're looking into IVF. I get the letters wrong all the time. You got it this time. <laughs> we're, we're looking to go for IVF in 2022. Uh, in California, it is not covered under insurance so it is something we would have to pay out of pocket or finance and we're not like just asking for like uh give us financial blessings but like help pray if you pray for us please pray specifically that like the avenues of opportunity for this will open up whether that's you know insurance maybe i get a new job that has insurance that covers this or we uh apply for financial aid and it all goes smoothly 
or we come into some money. Like, but I feel bad like asking, like, pray that we get some money. But you know, there are pray other ways. that I can great imagine. old Aunt Agnes dies, yeah. and it turns out she left us everything. Right. But there are other ways I can imagine, you know, prayer helping before it's just we get a bunch of money. Like, you know, we've got a little bit of savings to get there. We've got a, maybe a fifth of what we need ready to go. So it's that last, you know, four-fifths that we kind of need to figure out. So that's the prayer specifically, if you are interested in praying for us. So let's leave all of the baby talk and maintain consciousness stuff behind us. We have one more voicemail on a classic Sadie Hawkins pod topic. Let's hear this one. Hi, uh, my name is Chris from Norfolk, Virginia. And I've been a fan of Lion K since Be My Escape was released. But my favorite song is definitely Deathbed. Uh, I just started listening to your podcast, and I've really been stuck on the episode about pressing on and the part of the music video. Uh, no idea if anyone has called in about it uh, or if it's been figured out, but I think I cracked why the band is just randomly staring at their crotches at the end of the film. Uh, when they're doing the walking scene of the video, they all have fanny packs on for some reason, and when they finally get to the studio for their photo shoot, there's a cut and they've disappeared, while all of a sudden the crew is wearing fanny packs. I don't know if there's a reason for the fanny packs or if they need anything, but that just seems to be the reason why they look down. Well, thanks for your pod. Look forward to listening more. Bye. Thank you thanks so, much, so much, Chris. Yes, we did hear that. On Twitter, I don't know if it ever came up again on the show. I guess if you're listening from the beginning, you might eventually hear if someone did correct it on the show. But we did hear about that. And I was left more confused than before. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Because what? it's like such a subtle, weird thing. Like, we've got fanny packs in the whole video. And then suddenly we don't have fanny packs at the end of the video. Bizarre. <laughs> Bizarre. So to many say the choices least. in the, in that music video. In all Reliant K music videos, up to mm-hmm, to be honest, right. like lots of choices. Well, those are the voicemails. So, oh, and one other top of the show thing is our T Public store is no more. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna have time to update the <coughs> the Patreon commercial this week, but when we say T Public, just imagine we're saying Teespring. What basically happened was, some of you may know, I have a Ska Pikachu Twitter account where it's just this footage of Pikachu Ska dancing, and I just put a different Ska song that I've been listening to on this footage, or one that someone has requested from me. So, uh, our friend Matt, who you may have heard on the Thundercats episode, he also he, he uh, designed the Magnified Pod artwork for their second and third seasons, I, I asked him to design this Scott Pikachu shirt and it has been a Dickens trying to keep it online <laughs> because apparently the Pokemon company, which is technically a separate entity from Nintendo, just does not like Pokemon parody stuff up and they like go through Redbubble and TeePublic and all those things and they remove them. So I had this Scott Pikachu shirt removed from my other TeePublic store, not the Sadie Hawkins pod one from the other one. And it's so unfortunate because it's really cute. It's really cute. It's based off of the Bart Scott Ampson shirt from Portlandia, but it's peak Scotchu. Matt drew it perfectly. He drew it exactly like the Portlandia Bart Scott character, but as Pikachu. It's so great. And you can see a picture of Danny wearing his shirt over right. on, what is it called? What is, what is, what is Pikachu Scott called, Danny? It's, it's just 
Scott Pikachu. Okay, at, at Scott, Scott Pikachu. Pikachu. But what happened was I, I got one copyright strike, and then later I was like, oh, if I upload it real quick, print the shirt, and then delete it, they won't know. And they don't. It worked once. Well, the second time I went, I wanted to print one more piece of merch with Scott Pikachu, I forgot to delete it. <laughs> so not only did they completely nuke my other T Public store, but then they nuked Sadie Hawkins Pod because it's all connected to the same IP address or whatever. And MXPX memes. No, that's the. That's oh no, the that sh- one's still there. That's the one I'm talking. No, oh, that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, you put it through MXPX memes. Gotcha. Yeah. So Ska, Ska, so T Public is no more. <laughs> Teespring is the way to go, folks. <laughs> We'll see you over at Teespring. So when it's Christmas time, go get those ampersand shirts with the name, first names of the members of Reliant K. Go get those Sadie Hawkins Pod logos. Go get the little sheet boy on a popsicle stick shirts. They're all up at Teespring. Link in the bio, literally link in the bio and link in the description of this podcast. So are you ready to deck the halls I, I with am balls ready. of holly? Oh, is that I, what it is? I was gonna say I was gonna say and bruise my hands, but yeah. so it's bogs of holly. I am having deja vu. We've done this before, haven't That's we? That's the thing. I swear we've done this. And I like made two years ago. triple quadruple sure that we have not done the deck the halls song. We haven't. But in past years, we, we talked about this. the bogs of holly because I always thought it was boughs. Are the boughs and the bogs of holly, they must be mentioned in another song we've already done. Right. Or we just brought it up when we did another Deck the Halls Bruise Your Hand song. Right. I am <laughs> I am having, like, I'm, like, panicked. And I just went to Spotify and typed in Deck the Halls Sadie and nothing comes up. I went to Google and typed in Deck the Halls Sadie Hawkins and nothing came up. <laughs> we haven't done this song before. It, it hadn't been marked on the spreadsheet. But there must be another song that we've already done that mentions the Bogs of Holly. So while you go through, you you have any notes and I'll figure out. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, do you want me to jump to my deep dive? Or are we doing this differently? Oh, well, do you have any discussion points about the song? <laughs> well, I was just going to say, sorry to Chris, but I love this song because it is short and rocking just like every Reliant K song should be. Oh, Jessica. Well, this is a very short song. This is this is a very short song, and I kind of never really think about how short it is until I was really paying attention. Like, yeah. it feels like it just kind of gets going when it ends. Especially because it's that whole thing that we've talked about many times, where a couple of the songs on the original set of Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hands tracks are sort of deliberately recorded to sound more like pop punk and more like Blink-182 and more like Sum 41 than like any other song that Reliant K canon ever wrote on their own, right? And then this song is just extra short and punchy like a pop punk song, like a punk song, and it just kind of gets there and then it's done before you even know it. Yeah. Yeah. This song definitely gets confused online as a Blink-182 song. I already (laughs) posted a thing on Instagram about it, how there's this one YouTube upload from like 12 years ago where the title of the YouTube video is Reliant K Deck the Halls, but then you click it. And the font in the video says Blink-182 Deck the Halls. 
And then it's an image of Travis, Tom, and Mark. And it's like, well, clearly this person, like, downloaded it off Kazaa or something, didn't know what it was, but went in and fixed the title of the YouTube video. But it's got, like, 300 views. So I'm like, at that point, just delete it. (laughs) Just delete the upload. And it doesn't sound anything like Tom or Mark singing. No, it doesn't. I always feel very elitist when it comes to uh, this whole thing of, like, Kazaa mix-ups and stuff. And I feel bad that I do feel that elitist because um, Emma from Punko's Pod did talk about how there was one that did kind of, like, fool her at one point. And I'm not saying, like, I'm so special I could never be fooled. I'm sure I could. No, I was. I'm trying to think of, like, what time. I mean, were... I 100% could totally be fooled. But if it was an artist that I listened to enough, I'd be like, That's oh, whatever. Like, like, if you're a casual listener, you would be fooled. I could see myself getting something confused, like a Blink-182 song and a Sum 41 song confused mm-hmm. if it was fast enough. Like, right. sure, absolutely. I wouldn't necessarily get a Reliant K song confused with anybody else just because I'd be like, up until a certain point, I'd be like, why, yes, that's Matt Thiessen's voice. Now, right. on newer tracks where he does background vocals and such, I'm like, I don't know, that doesn't sound like Thiessen to me. But the Like, the Weird Al ones are the most confusing because it's like... <laughs> Those infamous Weird Al songs that were on, you know, LimeWire and Kazaa that were in a lot of cases like racist and offensive parody songs that were labeled as Weird Al. And then this generation of people grew up thinking that like Weird Al had these like songs that were racist and offensive. And then he had to have a thing on his website saying like, no, that's not me. They literally don't sound like Weird Al. I was going to say a very distinct voice. Very distinct voice. Now... I will say I'm not that elitist because, like, so this is a genre that I don't know very well, but in, like, rap music, (laughs) and this is, like, one of my only ins to rap music at the time of Napster, I wanted the closing credits theme song to the Ninja Turtles live action movie. (laughs) Of course you did. The one where they sum up the plot. It's like, these turtles are green. <laughs> April wears yellow. <laughs> Come on, be a ninja, you fine fellow. I don't remember the lyrics right now. But on Napster. I'm pretty sure you nailed it. On Napster, it was credited to MC Hammer. It was not MC Hammer. But at the time, I was like, when I downloaded off Kazaa or Napster, I was like, because I didn't use Kazaa, I used Napster. I was like, oh, this makes sense to me. I guess MC Hammer did the end credits theme to the first movie, and then Vanilla Ice appeared in person in the second movie sure makes sense and then one day i was talking i think it was to our friend john our, our other nerd friend john scully who listens and our I, other nerd friend we're all nerds <laughs> it was him or his brother you say that like we don't like we don't only associate with, with other nerds, nerds. <laughs> our other nerd friend as opposed to the other nerd friends right well somebody one of my other nerd friends who are all my which are the the only descriptor of my friends i was like yeah mc hammer did the end credits theme song to the first ninja turtle movie and they're like oh no 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 (laughs) (laughs) it was just from the way you just did that i'm gonna guess it's john and not jesse (laughs) right So this song was also used, apparently, in season one, episode 11 of Scrubs titled My Own Personal Jesus, although it says traditional version after it. But it is credited to Reliant K. Huh. 
neither one of us were ever Scrubs viewers. So I know that Relay and K songs have popped up on Scrubs previously, though, that we've that we've covered. Right. Well, that definitely did. It just threw me that it said traditional version. Unless it's just that's the credit to the songwriting. Because I'm like, this is definitely not a very traditional version of this song. What's Does it have the episode number? Yeah, it's season one, episode 11. My own personal Jesus. Season one, episode 11. Where's David Park? Let's, uh, let's vamp about Garden State while Danny's looking this up. I'm just kind of seeing if there's like on a daily motion or something so we don't have to log into mm. our Hulu account or anything like that. There is. It's on daily motion. I was going to say, is it on Hulu? Oh, daily motion's great. That's how, <laughs> that's how I watch all the, all the UK love islands. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I can catch up, watch at the same time. <laughs> Well, I found the episode, but I don't know how in the 23 minutes we're going to find the song. It, now, if it helps, it is on IMDb last. It credited as the last song, though I don't know if that's it, accurate Does IMDb or not. actually go that yeah. specific? Hmm. This would be cool if we found it, but are we going to sit here for... I just want to sit here and watch Scrubs Season 1, Episode 11. <laughs> Deck the halls with bags of holly. Fa la 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 la. I'm not going to sing it that way. It's bows. Okay. All right. Excuse me. I'm watching Scrubs. I'm watching my favorite show. Do you mind? I know we're in the middle of a podcast. Okay. Now there are two well, versions credited. There are two different versions of uh, Deck the Halls credited on IMDb. Because here's a rock version of Deck the Halls that just ended the show. <laughs> is this uh, it? This is the end credit. So there's a Deck the Halls also credited to, or it says uncredited to Thomas Oliphant. Oh no, this is traditional tune lyrics, but so maybe they got it wrong. This is what we call any scrubs heads out there. Hit us up. Live, live research. I'm sorry that as part of my deep dive, I did not just watch this episode of Scrubs. <laughs> is it on something? Because I'll if well, it's on like Hulu or something, I'll watch everyone it. Everyone might have just week. heard. Every, if you if the mic picked it up, there was a rock version of Deck the Halls that ended the episode, but it was not Relying K. So that makes me wonder if someone somewhere watched that episode of Scrubs and was like, oh yeah, that episode ends with a rock version of Deck the Halls, and the only version of Deck the Halls I know that's a rock version is the Relying K version. Could be. So I will submit to IMDb that Relying K ended it, but it's not true. It could be not true. Yeah. IMDb is not infallible it works exactly like wikipedia except there's an extra layer of an imdb staff member has to approve your edit but like they'll approve edits without you know checking into it because they're not going to sit there and watch the episode right <laughs> they'll be like yeah like, sure this sounds about right yeah so yeah well, one other thing i was going to say was that like i can kind of understand this song being mixed up online with Blink-182, because even though Matt Thiessen does not sound like Mark Hoppus or Tom DeLonge, this song sounds more like a Blink-182 
than anything else, which we've talked about at nauseum, and how I think that like they were like, let's take this Christmas album, the first Christmas album, Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hands, and like let's everyone calls us pop punk, everyone says we're like Blink One Eighty Two, but we're not. Let's show them what it would be like if we literally just sounded like Blink One Eighty Two, with the dishwasher drums and all. And you know, angels we have heard on high have the dish have the Travis Barker dishwasher drums, and then this has a very like sort of up to dude ranch, you know, Cheshire Cat sort of Blink One Eighty Two chord progression, a uh, very very fat wreck sort of thing that Reliant K is known to be influenced by, but doesn't really come through all the time. I think except for on this specific Christmas CD, Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hands, which by the way. When we did our Christmas in July episode for I Ain't Get Nothing for Christmas, I kept referring to that as a Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hands track, and nobody called me out on it. It's a, it's a, let it snow, baby, let it, let snow, it, baby, rain, let yeah. it rain, deer, you know, original. And just because it's like a faster rockin' song, I, I attribute all those faster pop punk songs to the Deck, Your Hall, Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hands CD. Also, it's nothing. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. I'm getting for nothing for Christmas. Now let's deck your balls and move on to the deep dive. Do I have to bleep that? <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to Sadie Hawkins Pod. If you want to support us, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And you can also interact with the show by calling our voicemail line, 402-95-SADIE. Check out our Instagram and Twitter, which are both at Sadie Hawkins Pod. There you can see the visuals that we discuss each week, and you can send emails to us at sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com. Also, sadiehawkinspod.com is your one-stop shop for all our social links and to get to our Tee Public store for shirts, mugs, and stickers of all our various logo designs. Treat yourself to a Sadie Hawkins Pod shirt or confuse a loved one by gifting one to them. We would also like to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash sadiehawkinspod, who include Timothy, Daniel, Josh, JR, Eric, Joel, Connor, Michael, Samantha, Jimmy Eat Pod, This Might Be a Podcast, Tucker, David, and Brady. Twice a month, we have bonus episodes, including reviews of the songs from K is for Karaoke, and you can hear our backlog of bonus episodes, including reading through the entire complex infrastructure known as the Female Mind book that Reliant K did or did not write. You'll have to go over there to find out who wrote it. So donate that money today. What you gonna do? You sitting on that money? You got that stimmy check from years ago? (laughs) Send it our way. Send it our way. Send ye our way. Send ye money our way. We have a review this week from punknews.org. Always love those punk news uh, reviews. So Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hands, Reliant K 2003. Scott gave it three stars. The Christian pop punkers of Reliant K have decided to join the ranks of the Vandals MU330 and Nerf Herder and release a full Christmas album. We have definitely read this review. Oh. <laughs> but it's been a year, so let's hear it again. All right. <laughs> Their not-so-unique sound similar to that of Newfound Glory or Homegrown gives a nice touch to some of your favorite Christmas carols at this time of year. Opening up Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hands is my favorite t- traditional Christmas song, Angels We Have Heard on High. 
whose favorite traditional Christmas song is Angels We've Heard on High? You're right. We have done this before because I said the exact same thing last time. Uh, and despite the band's generic sound, they do an excellent cover of this and many other well, conventional Christmas carols. Is there is a generic sound on this album, and I think that's kind of on purpose. Yeah. Because there's Agreed. not a generic sound on any of their canonical albums. But I think with this album, they deliberately said, let's show the world what it would be like, or let's just have fun and make a fat wreck epitaph yeah. style record where there's less stakes in it because we're doing a bunch of traditional Christmas Christmas songs. So to criticize it, it's even not even the, the reviewer's fault, but to criticize it as sort of bland pop punk, I'm like, yeah, that is absolutely the idea. Christmas carols such as Deck the Halls, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, and Handel's Messiah, The Hallelujah. The band even adds some uniqueness to the classic 12 Days of Christmas as they question what some of those odd gifts are and they supply with a handful of exclusive breakdowns to keep you attentive. Although this is no oi to the world, it sure beats Santa Claus a punk rock Christmas as superior pock Santa Claus? Santa Claus, because that's Sorry. a that's a pretty well known comp. MXPX is on that. That's a pretty well known punk Christmas comp. As a superior punk rock Christmas disc, Reliant K's attempt at the classics is done well, and this is the perfect record to spin in your CD player during the holiday season this year. <laughs> For as long as you still own your CD player. Buffalo News, a Christmas gift from Reliant K. Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hands by Jenna Besant, December tw- December third, two thousand three. Asterisk, 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 and a half. It's Christmas time, and we all know what that means. Santa Claus is thumbing to town. Well, at least according to Reliant K's Christmas album. Reliant K's CD titled Deck the Halls If they can be believed. Aptly captures this very funny band's attitude. Consisting of 10 songs, Deck the Halls features both new material and holiday favorites. But these... Cleverly altered Christmas classics prove that change is definitely not always bad. And good things do come in small CD packages. The CD kicks off with a fast-paced drum and guitar-driven version of Angels We Have Heard on High, which is followed by Deck the Halls and 12 Days of Christmas. The boys then digress from the rock songs and back into the days of sweet carols, crooning tenderly on the Silent Night slash Away in a Manger medley. Things also... When you said sweet carols, I just thought, sweet Caroline, bum, bum, bum. Things also slow down on I Celebrate the Day, a song that Thiessen wrote about the original Christmas. The first time that you opened your eyes, did you realize that you would be my savior? And that first breath that left your lips would change this world forever. The CD continues on its course with a super-infused punk rendition of We Wish You a Merry Christmas. This song begins so unrecognizably, it would be easy to mistake it for a track off the Sum 41 album. A track off a Sum 41 album. That is until Reliant K temporarily puts a halt to the electric guitars and begins to sing the well-known chorus, Good Tidings We Bring to You and Your Kin. Santa Claus is thumbing to town, finds Santa Claus hitchhiking after a chaotic situation in the North Pole left the toy shop burning down, and Mrs. Claus screaming, I warned you to never trust those elves. Also on the CD is... <laughs> I love when a, when, a, when a music review just takes the lyrics of a song and just kind of breaks it out narratively. <laughs> yeah. 
And also on the CD is Handel's Messiah, otherwise known as the Hallelujah Chorus, I Hate Christmas Parties, and Auld Lang Syne. Deck the Halls can be bought at select stores and online and will only be available during December. But to make the deal sweeter, each Christmas copy comes with Reliant K's release, Two Lefts Don't Make a Right, But Three Do, a CD packed with so many ingenious songs you can hear them joking about everything from boy meets world to the dave matthews band overly emotional <laughs> girls and fresh prince of the and fresh prince of bel-air you'll find yourself laughing out loud you at know, their those, incredible those wits. two classic things you want to hear about overly emotional <laughs> girls and fresh prince of bel-air and the fact that you bought both cds for 13 dollars. jenna bassett is homeschooled okay what? good to know Right on. Uh, then we have an official Reliant K Twitter tweet from December 25th, 2014. Deck the halls with mistletoe. May all your heavy burdens go up the chimney in a cloud of smoke. And then here's a picture of it's like a time lapse picture of outside of a pretty house with some pretty lights and it says Merry Christmas. Oh, nice. Because, yeah, I found a couple of those things where it's like tree lightings and a house. Sure. Time to the song. We find those every year. Have we done the Deck Your Halls Bruise Your Hand quiz before in years past? I don't think so. I didn't think so either. So it it came up this week. Oh, my gosh. This is on Fun Trivia and quiz number 212,229. Uh, there's 10 trivia questions here, and it's rated average. Author, Moog36. Type, multiple choice. I know that a lot of you have probably never heard of this CD since it's no longer available, but this quiz is of the lyrics from Reliant K's Christmas album, Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hand. Last updated September 18th, 2005. Times played 339. Rank 13... Wait. What? <laughs> Rank 135,051 of 1,500,000. You can also play this in a timed quiz format. Which of these Christmas songs is not on the CD, Danny? Oh, okay. We Wish You a Merry Christmas. That's, that's... Angels We Have Heard on High. Okay, that's the... The First Noel. Oh. Deck the Halls. The First Noel. Which song was performed by Matt Thiessen and the Earthquakes? I'm thinking very... Uh, I hate Christmas parties. Okay. I didn't even have to read the other ones. The other options were Silent Night slash Away in the Manger, 12 Days of Christmas, and Angels We Have Heard on High. Which song has the lyrics, Unless something drastic happens, say hello to the ghost of Christmas past? Santa Claus is thumbing to town. Okay. <laughs> How good is this? Which song? Famous last word. Which song was not written by Matt T? This is kind of an easy one. I celebrate the day Old Lang Syne, Santa Claus is thumbing to town, I hate Christmas parties. Old Lang Syne. It is, but they do add a little bit of a breakdown in there. So to be fair, they do add their own little spice to it. Yeah. I mean, and Santa Claus is thumbing to town is like a... Is it kind of an interpolation or it yeah. contains an interpolation well, of no. Santa Claus is coming to town? Uh, not so much. Which of these is not a line of the song I Hate Christmas Parties? Uh-oh. I can't figure it out. Is this what Christmas is all about? I don't want to talk. I'm sick of all this talking. I look under the tree, but there's nothing to see. 
but I can bet those are terrible gifts to get. But I can bet those are terrible yeah. gifts. Thank goodness. Like, if that had actually been hard, like, I was like, I cannot recite I Hate Christmas Parties from memory. What year did Deck the Halls Bruise Your Fist come out? Fist? It, does it say it fist? It does say fist. It's Hayley's oh! quiz, quiz master. Uh, 2001, 2002, 2000, 2003. I, lo- I love the look at the waveform when I went, whoa. <laughs> Already clicked into 2003 for us. Okay, thank you. In 12 Days of Christmas, what words are replaced by ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang? Oh, wait, no. It's just ooh, ee, oh, ah. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah. Four calling birds. So it would be the five. Five golden rings. Right? Oops. It's five golden rings because they go ooh, ee, ooh, ah, four, go- uh, four yes. calling birds. My thumb, as I try to scroll down, keeps <laughs> clicking a different answer than what I mean. Uh, what two songs are put together into one? Silent Night and Away in the Main, in a way, Away in a Manger. That one, right? Yes, Angels We Have Heard on High and Away in the Main, in a Manger. <laughs> in the Manger. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Silent Night and Angels We Have Heard on High. Oh wait, wait. Oh. Oh wait. Handles Messiah and Angels We Have no, Heard it, on High. No, it's Silent Night Away in a Manger. Okay. <laughs> Which of these lines... I mean, it seems like all <laughs> holiday lyrics at a point just become kind of monotonous. It's like they're all pulling from one basic concept of, like, nice nighttime stars and Jesus is born. Do you know what I just realized? I forgot to go over the origins of Deck the Halls, which we'll do right after this. Yeah. Which of these lines is from We Wish You a Merry Christmas? For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. I don't think so. Very much to his disliking, Santa spent all night hitchhiking. No. no. So we drive as fast as we can go through the black night, black ice, and the snow. That might be part of the original lyrics. And I celebrate the day to you. Wait. And I celebrate the day that you were born to die. That's so I, I celebrate could the day. one day pray for you to I think it's so we wish because that's part of the original yeah. lyrics in the song. Yeah. yeah. That, that's tricky. That's tricky. They like kind of throw one at you where they're like, yeah. here's a traditional Christmas song. But we put in the new lyrics written by Reliant K. What color is the cover of the 2004 re-release of Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hand? Blue, white, green, red. I've never seen any version other than the red one. Yeah, I've only seen the red one. That's... Oh, I'm confused. Hmm. What what are... No, 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 (laughs) no. There was no 2004 re-release of Deck the Halls, Bruise your hands, and, it, and there was uh, only the let two. Let it snow, baby, didn't come out then. Let it snow, baby, let it rain, dear. Two thousand. Excuse me, folks. I can't remember. Two thousand seven or eight. But deck the halls, bruise the ha- bruise your hands came out in two thousand four as a pack in with a re release of two lefts. I thought it was two thousand three. Well, the album came out in two thousand three, but then I think a year later in two thousand four. Deck the Halls was released. So we're just going to go with red yeah. and submit our answers. Let's see what happens. We got... Looks like so far everything's right. So far right. everything's right. Oh, we got them all right. So the last one was just red. The cover, the cover of the CD is red. The words Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hands were written over and over and over again. And there is a picture of a penguin. Yes. <laughs> Maybe they meant... That was meant... really confusing. I think they just meant... I think they meant the re-release of Two Lefts, but right. instead... What was the said... re-release of Two Lefts yeah. with 
right. the pack-in of Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hands. Well, we got 10 out of 10, and the average score of this quiz is 7 out of 10. Hey, we suddenly it suddenly makes sense that we have a Reliant K podcast, <laughs> even though we know so much less than almost all of our Twitter followers. So yeah, I was wondering... You had kind of skipped the history of the song Deck the Halls, and I wanted to hear all about that. My apologies. So over on Wikipedia, (laughs) Deck the Halls, originally titled Deck the Hall, is a traditional Christmas carol. The melody is Welsh, dating back to the 16th century, and belongs to a winter carol, Nos Gallen, while the English lyrics written by the Scottish musician Thomas Oliphant, which ties to 1862, which ties back to that Scrubs thing, Mm -hmm. because you said there were two credits for Deck the Halls on the Scrubs IMDb page or whatever, wherever you found it. One is credited to, to, did it say Tim Oliphant or Thomas Oliphant? It's this guy from the 19th century. Thomas. And then the other one is credited to Reliant K. So I really absolutely believe now that whoever added that information to IMDb heard that Scrubs, watched that Scrubs episode and just kind of like thought it was the Reliant K version that they'd heard before. Also, it's Bows, B-O-U-G-H-S of Holly. The phrase tis the season from the lyrics has become synonymous with the Christmas and holiday season. Tis being an archaic contraction of it is. Welsh lyrics. The oh, well, sorry, that's surprising. I didn't know that. This Wikipedia article is claiming that Deck the Halls was the first instance of the phrase, tis the season. I didn't really ever really give a crap that that was a fact. Interesting. (laughs) But that's That's still interesting to learn, yeah. Uh, Welsh lyrics. In the original 1862 publication, Oliphant's English lyrics were published alongside... Talaheran's Welsh lyrics. Although some early sources state that Oliphant's words were tra- were a translation of Talaheran's Welsh original. This is not the case in any strict or literal sense. The first verse in Welsh together with oh a my literal English translation <laughs> taken from Campbell's <laughs> treatise on the language, poetry, and music of Highland Clans, 1862, oh. is given for comparison. I didn't know it was going to get so studious in the Wikipedia for Deck the Halls. And then it gives the Welsh. Right. And then it says below it, The best pleasure on New Year's Eve is house and fire and a pleasant family, a pure heart and brown ale, a gentle song, and the voice of the harp. Well, that's nice. It's lovely. I was really afraid it was going to get a little racist there at one point, but like, and servants bringing us the pudding. Yeah, it's Welsh, Danny. Oh, okay. A variation of the lyrics appears in the December 1877 issue of the Pennsylvania School Journal. (laughs) This version, in which there is no longer any reference to drinking, runs as follows, of course, because it's the Pennsylvania School (laughs) Journal. Those damn Quakers are taking away all the fun. (laughs) Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Tis the season to be jolly. Don me now our gay apparel. Troll the ancient Christmas carol. See the blazing yule before us. Strike the harp and join the chorus. Follow me in merry measure while I tell of Christmas treasure. Fast away the old year passes. Hail the new ye lads and lasses. Sing we joyous all together, heedless of the wind and weather. An identical printing appeared four years later in the Franklin Square Song Collection. The 
pluralizing of the title of the carol to Deck the Halls is found as early as 1892. In common parlance, references to Christmas have been stricken from the lyrics, usually replaced with references to Yule, a pagan holiday. Oh, we're taking it back to Lost Boy and Lost Girl over there, where they they (laughs) celebrated Yule and... (laughs) Are you a Yule fool, Danny? What? (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) A pagan holiday in consistency with the blazing Yule, Yule log, referenced in the Pennsylvania School Journal version. Thus, Christmas treasure and Christmas carol become Yuletide treasure and Yuletide carol, respectively. Wait, wait, wait. So then why is drinking taken out if it's (laughs) pagan? Because don't the pagans love their booze? I don't know. Well. (sighs) Oh, good Lord. There's even This all goes back to the fact that we are not theologians but i know that there are like sections of like old america christian communities that don't celebrate christmas because there were in massachusetts you know a couple of reenactment uh tourist destinations and colonies with you know actors walking around and people doing stuff and in one of them they were like you know don't come here <laughs> they would kind of around this time of year, they'd be like... the, the Sturbridge the Village and uh, Plymouth Plantation? Right. I don't remember which one it was. It might have been Sturbridge Village. Whatever particular type of community that was around around the fourth quarter of the year. <laughs> the people who were not in character sure. would be like, uh, you know, please don't make any Christmas plans to come here. In keeping with the history, we do not celebrate Christmas specifically here at Sturbridge Village. Gotcha. If it was Sturbridge Village, which I'm almost positive that it was. Man, Sturbridge Village, like if, I don't know if that was every Massachusetts, we have a couple New England listeners. Was Sturbridge Village like a mainstay of freaking uh only on the north shore on the south shore uh, it was plymouth plantation you're right because we went we came up from florida on a school field trip yeah you were gonna cross we the went city to, yeah <laughs> we went to plymouth plantation <laughs> you weren't gonna you weren't gonna go through the big dig to get to to get to the we did go through the big village. dig oh, okay yeah no no we totally did and our i think we've i don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast before but i was so i was in sixth grade at the time and my parents also came on the the big field trip uh, of the year w- with with me and with all of us. And our tour guide every time we crossed the big dig, saying "hot diggity dog diggity oh, boom," right. what you do to me every time? Goodness! And boy, did, <laughs> did that get up them. That never get old. Well, you know, she was really <laughs> lovely, and I felt really bad because man, she was she was trying to to tour around a bunch of middle schoolers <laughs> who <laughs> aside from myself and a few other dutiful students uh very it's much so just sweet. wanted to make fun of her and everything that she was coming up with where i was like what do you mean we aren't gonna have time to go to the boston tea party museum i really wanted to see that i finally got to take you there about five years ago <laughs> I'd never been to it. <laughs> I was Instead, one of those things. I'm like, Danny, do, can you tell me about the Boston Tea Party Museum? You must have gone all the time on field trips growing up. Danny's like, no, we never went there. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> we went to Sturbridge Village and the Boston Museum of Art <laughs> 25 billion times. And, there w- and, and I went to multiple schools. And those are the only places we ever went. Sturbridge Village and the Boston Museum of Art. That's it. Like, come on. There's other stuff. And the Science Museum. 
once in a while. Now you took me. Sorry, sorry to <laughs> to other North Shore folks out there. Okay. But you took me to Sturbridge Village at one point because you're like, oh, I got to take you to this place. This is funny. We used to go here on field trips, and I'm like, this is just the poor man's Plymouth Plantation, Danny. <laughs> Whatever. I didn't know better. <laughs> if if you're going to go on a historical tour of Boston, might I recommend Plymouth Plantation and the Boston Tea Party Museum. They use corn <laughs> cobs to wipe their bums. <laughs> you go in the, you go into the outhouse oh, with no door on it because you're not supposed to actually use it, but you go in the outhouse and they have corn cobs sitting there and all the kids in high school laugh and laugh and laugh. To- actually use it. it's not like the it's not like which which jackass movie is. is it where they go and they use the toilet in the store i don't know <laughs> did you never see any of the jackass movies i've only um, seen one and two i think i saw one of them maybe i don't because i loved viva la bam and bam's unholy union but i don't i d- didn't really get into the whole jackass thing <laughs> There's got to be an equivalent of that where someone doesn't like the work that someone comes from, but they like that artist. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe you like Gwen Stefani, but you don't like No Doubt. Like, I'm trying to think, what's a similar thing? Or... Everyone I went to high school with? Yeah. Uh, history. <laughs> On a different school field trip from Florida, we went up to... Uh, we did New York and Washington, D.C., and a girl in my class, they all went to, I had already seen Fiddler on the Roof, because I was a big fan of that, <laughs> right. and so my mom and I went to see Chicago on Broadway instead, yeah. while the rest of the students went to go see Fiddler on the Roof, and one of the girls came out, and she was so mad, and we were all like, why are you so mad? And she's like, they ripped off Gwen Stefani, <laughs> and she was dead serious, and I, we were just like, oh... Oh wow! Good luck to you. La 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 la. That was the song they used, right? I hope wherever Carolina is these days, she's doing well. History: the two. Wait, is she the Carolina that's our patron? I'm just kidding. We don't have a Carolina. (laughs) Also doubtful. Uh, History: the tune is that of an old Welsh air, first found in a musical manuscript by Welsh harpist John Perry, dating back to the 1700s. Citation needed. Poet John... (laughs) That's been there on Wikipedia since the 1700s, and no one's ever put in a citation. Poet John Searig Hughes later wrote his own lyrics. A middle verse was later added by folk singers. In the 18th century, the tune spread widely, with Mozart allegedly using it, allegedly using it, in his 18th violin sonata, 17, sorry, sonata, 1778. And later, (laughs) Hayden arranged, Hayden, just Hayden, like Beyonce, arranged it in (laughs) under the Welsh title, Nos Gallen. Hob XXXLB 29-1803. The Welsh and English lyrics found the in the earliest publication of Nos Gallen Melody are as follows. Sorry to our Welsh listeners. <laughs> I'm sure I'm butchering all of right this. Now? No, I'm not because, oh, I'm going to go down and I'm just going to read. This is adorable. I'm going to read what the translation is. Oh, how soft my fair one's bosom. <laughs> Fa la 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 la. <laughs> oh how sweet the, Oh how sweet the grove and blossom Fa la 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 Oh how <laughs> blessed are the blisses 
Fa la 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 la. Words of love and mutual kisses. Fa la 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 la. And consensual kisses. Fa la 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 la. From now on, I'm singing the song this way. Love it. Good stuff. Well, did you happen to find the song facts page for the traditional song? I did not go that far, but well, please, Danny. Here's an interesting little tidbit that we could have thought up ourselves since like, that's our job. <laughs> Deck the Halls is what this is from Song Facts for the song traditionally. Deck the Halls is what might be called a secular Christmas carol, meaning it has no particular religious content. The melody is actually Welsh, one of the one of many fine Welsh melodies that may have been adapted from the English folk songs like Ash the Grove. Having said that, the song has a truly international pedigree. Mozart used the music in a piano-violin duet. Well, this person just says that's not even alleged. And the words are said to be of American origin from the 19th century. So that's interesting. Something I didn't really think about, that it's his secular Christmas song. That it doesn't really mention mangers or christ or nope just your fair one's bosom (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly since the song can be can be performed royalty free to capture the spirit of the season it shows up in a lot of tv shows and movies for example the big bang theory the office (laughs) the nightmare before christmas uh and the movie halloween Sung by Bing Crosby? Disney could have paid for a non-royalty-free Christmas song. Yeah, it, it yeah. does. In a very, it shows up in a very unfortunate scene in uh, A Christmas Story. Did you say that? Did you mention? Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Great movie. Unfortunate. And yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. That's like one of the last... I feel like that's one of the last bastions of 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 mocking i mean i'm just gonna be outright about it like i feel like that's one of the last like bastions of like mocking asian accents that is still kind of like appreciated and and laughed at and stuff whereas it's just not cool and it it always was like it's something that like parents are always like ah that's so funny it's like no no but you can't really cut that scene out of the boomer parents not like (laughs) younger parents yeah um from the director of Baby Geniuses and Baby Geniuses 2. Oof. <laughs> Two Oof. of the greatest movies of all time. Oof. Oh man, we're supposed to start Cinema Cataclysm. What are, what are we doing over here? You thought I was going to say Black Christmas because <laughs> everybody likes to talk about how the slasher Black Christmas is from the same director as A Christmas Story. But no, I like to talk about Baby Geniuses and Baby Geniuses 2. Just awful movies but so amazing (laughs) both of them so amazing (laughs) i can assure you i wasn't thinking black christmas i was thinking the director of porkies that that uh, that is a people do like to quote that too but did i say a christmas carol because i meant a christmas story i'm not sure what i said i feel like you said a christmas story okay good who knows if you didn't then i'll just like edit in you saying a christmas story over you saying a christmas carol what you got for us, Dan? Good question. Good, good question. Not much. This is not a song that Reliant K ever seems to have played live. Um, but... They didn't play it during 
the sexy era of collapsible lung and <laughs> sing the bosom line. They didn't sing the bosom line. Bummer. They could have done that, but they didn't. I feel like they missed a real opportunity there. But if you want to learn how to play the song, you can go to Jelly Jelly Note Tuto, like tutorial. Ice. And this is just one of those like pictures of a keyboard across the screen, oh, yeah, and it yeah, just yeah. kind of lets you know what 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 do you call them? Piano buttons depressed at one time. <laughs> That's it. And this is specific to the Reliant K version. Oh wow! <laughs> I feel like Jelly Note has come up once in a while. I don't have much. Like, I'm afraid of, of what I'm going to be able to really talk about this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I can talk about? Oh. Oh, I'm so excited. So, oh. you know me. I love my ska. I love ska music. That Danny, he loves his peanut butter and a ska. And if you go listen to... <laughs> if you go listen to our latest Patreon episode, I actually give... Uh, the Angus soundtrack, I give my sort of secret history of how I got into ska music. Mm-hmm. And sort of the dirty secret of it is that I had had like a couple of ska bands here and there. This is how I try to rationalize it. I'd had a couple of ska songs and ska bands I was aware of, but didn't know what ska was until I went to youth group. That's the dirty secret. Until the Supertones, like I'd heard ska music, but didn't know it was a specific genre until I discovered the Supertones. Sure, you had to go to the underground scene at the underground show. <laughs> I did. Once I went there, I was like, oh, I get it now. Underground scene. So, Christian ska, what bands come to mind? Christian ska, ska music, what comes What comes to mind? Real Big Fish. <laughs> okay, you know the what? Most Christian of if them. you're not going to take this seriously, <laughs> they did have a Christmas ska record, but no. Okay, okay. Um, the Insiders. That is true, but that's not what I'm looking for. Five Iron Frenzy. That, yeah, correct, but not what I'm looking for. The Israelites. That's a real good one. That's a real good one. We saw them recently in the last couple of years, but that's oh, not what I'm looking oh, for. Oh, you still want more? Nope, uh, that's not it. You got any more? Come on, the Christian ska band. The Christian ska band. <laughs> Possibly. Oh, the OC Supertones. That's a really good poll, oh, but that's not it. No, the Christian Ska Band did this song. Oh, Deck they're the called the Christian Ska Band? No, that's oh, a good oh. idea. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> no, B.O.B., Bunch of Believers. Oh, this is... I, this is, like, universally considered, like, the worst Christian Ska Band. Like, I don't even know if... I don't even know who knows who they were in real life. Because their entire persona was this like South Park oh, type of art. Oh, no. oh, right! You've shown me I've this shown before. you this, and like they had their main album was "It's a Ska 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 World." It's this very odd, sanitized, almost like keyboard MIDI sounding ska music. Their second of only two albums was their Ska Christmas album. And this is probably, I think, one of the only songs that Reliant K also did. So I get to talk about Bunch of Believers, the world's worst Christian ska (laughs) band, which is saying a lot. If you were in Bunch of Believers out there, please call up. I am fascinated. Because I collected tons of ska music that like I didn't even really like. Christian and non-Christian. Like, I if heard it was Reese a Roper ska CD, I bought it. Mojo Nixon or whatever the lead singer of <laughs> OC Supertones were both Mojo in that Nixon. band. <laughs> it's like Mojo Nixon. So here is 
bunch of believers version of Deck the Halls. This band could use some fixing. I mean, this actually isn't that bad. I don't think I ever listened to this. Okay. Oh, it what's falls with off the immediately. Is is this Veggie Tales? Don't this you besmirch Tom or Don't whatever. Don't you besmirch the name of VeggieTales by saying "bunch of believers." Sounds like VeggieTales. I mean, the horns actually sound really good on this one. This sounds like this Larry the like Cucumber, or Tom the Tomato, it or does, whatever. It does. This sounds more like a polka than a ska song. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a, this is just abysmal. <laughs> I don't think it's that abysmal. It just sounds like another VeggieTales song. It just sounds like more ska crap that you make me listen to. <laughs> I mean, really, like... Please send help. Do you know how many of these better. shows he drags me to? So here's their biggest song that's not a Christmas song called Homeschool Girl. Jessica, I'm trying to share... A bunch of believers with you. I'm trying to share the gospel of a bunch of believers with you. Listen to this. Jessica looks, but she just looks overcome with the spirit. Wait, what can she make a mean of? Because I love coffee and tea as well. But what did he say she can make a mean? Something? She can make a mean cup of coffee or tea. I guess she's working at the coffee, the Christian coffee house. Sure. Good lord, this is actually called Homeschool Girl? Yes. No, I can't. This is a parody. This is a joke <laughs> band. This is not real. It kind of is, but I would love to know more about Bunch of Believers. I think this is a troll. I think this is an early <laughs> troll. I mean, I don't know what it was with, like, Christian... What are some of their other songs, Danny? Oh, 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 you are going to love this. Mission Trip to Mexico. This this is a troll. <laughs> this is a troll. A not cover, a real band. A cover of I'm Not Ashamed. I don't know what that is. By the Newsboys? Is that by the Newsboys? I don't I'm know. I'm not ashamed to let you know. Or All is I know is Love Smith? Liberty Disco. <laughs> it's the place everybody in the family is found on that day. The Newsboys, I was right, it's Newsboys. And then they have, uh, hold on, I just lost it because I had to double check who wrote I'm Not Ashamed. Um, Goodwill Day, which honestly, what does that it's, mean? A, it's a song about going shopping at Goodwill, which oh, okay. really like any kind of band could have written a thing about. I'm Gonna Wait, which I'm guessing is probably about Virginia. Well, I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. <laughs> Throwing then, it back to uh, the last Patreon. Uh, Pastor Dancing is the name of a song. This is this is a fake band, Danny. You've you've I'm been trolling a couple of songs. Hundred percent. Well, I didn't. I well, I never enjoyed this album, but I've always loved bad media. So I loved ska music, and I was when I got this, I'm like, this is amazing. And there's been few people in my life I could talk to about bunch of believers. <laughs> Is this something on the shelf right now? Oh, yeah, we have it for sure. Oh, wow. But then the best song is It's a Ska, 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 Ska World, which is the title track of the album. Sure. 
And it's just about how great Ska is and what a great tool for giving the message of the Lord it is. And they name drop Five Iron Frenzy, Supertones, and the Insiders in the song. All my bobheads out there, all my bobheads, <laughs> send us a message. Let us know how much you love this album. Bob, like Bob the Cucumber, whose name I thought was Tom until I Googled it. That's who it is, Danny. It's the voice of Bob the Cucumber. I mean, Bob the Tomato. Larry Look, the Cucumber the- <laughs> is voiced by Mike They interpolate the Flintstones theme song here. So I don't know what it was with Christians in the late 90s, but they loved South Park imagery and they loved to sort of like commandeer it. This is and Phil be like, Vischer. Hey, kids out there, lost kids out there love South Park. We got to speak their language. <laughs> we got to speak their language through South Park art and ska music and rap rock. And that's how we're going to get the kids who are lost on our side. I think we cut it out of a previous Christmas podcast, but there's... I should actually post it this year. There was like somebody had made their own South Park animation. Oh, I just want to wake up to Reliant K. Like, but it was like a penitentive, like genre reggae. <laughs> on, on Google, Google says that bunch of believers is the genre reggae. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they don't even have their own Wikipedia page. What? Oh no. No, there's no Wikipedia page for them under except for under list of Christian ska bands Wikipedia. Wow. <laughs> they have their own Frontline Records page though. And I mean, no live footage on like did this band ever play live? Were they ever anything but a record like a band for recording? No, because they were too busy making Veggie Tales. <sighs> a true anomaly. Like, they were just there to, like, oh, man. It's just so funny because, like, then they name drop the three big Christian ska bands in, like, at the tail end, sort of at the height of the tail end of them even being, like, super relevant to Christian kids. Like, so bizarre that somewhere this band was, like, Christian ska. We got to not only get on that bandwagon, but we got to celebrate the existence of this sub-sub-subgenre. Sure. So this is my way of announcing that when we finish oh, Reliant no. K music in the next oh, year no. or two, we're going to be the Bob Pod. <laughs> I don't even know where we go from there, but uh, it, what I else mean, do you have? Do you have anything actually related to this song and Reliant K on your on your YouTube dive? A little bit. There is this. That's can, where we go from here. <laughs> so here's a, like an actually relatively relatively good ska version of Deck the Halls. Oh my goodness. And this is by Walk Off the Earth. Very popular group, Walk Off the Earth. Very popular pop group. Did a ska version of this song. Is this like a side project of Walk the Moon? That's a that's a popular group, yeah? That is another group, isn't it? There's a lot of Walking the Something groups. And they all are like on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and you never hear them any other time of year, but on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, like One Republic. When do you ever hear a One Republic (laughs) song when it's not on Thanksgiving in the parade or in the Disney parade that comes out on Christmas Day? Walk the Earth is a Canadian pop group. And let's see what their biggest song was, because I'm not... 
even sure. I'm in love with you. Is this their big song? <laughs> I'd heard This is Old Lang Syne. It is. And that's called Love You Right, and then their second biggest song is Oh, they do a Pokemon song. <laughs> Are they Juno Award winners? Because I have yet to hear them on the Canadian version of Rock the whatever it's called. Rock the Yeah, every year Jessica and I because we don't have cable or television. Rock New Year's Eve. We watch the CB- CBC New Year's celebration. It's and we watch fantastic. it across all the time zones. We love it. So I guess I really don't know much of Walk Off the Earth. They, to me, are like a Today Show band. They're like one of those bands that gets introduced on the Today Show. Here's a Walk Off the Earth. Uh, so that's that's that. <laughs> I feel like this show has walked off the earth. <laughs> I feel like the bunch of relievers have really, really put a. I'm horrified because you you mentioned earlier that that our Christmas episodes are like the most listened to episodes. What if someone comes in on this? <laughs> They're clearly not listening anymore at an hour twenty or whatever most this people, is. Most people stop listening by my segment anyway. <laughs> most people stopped listening by Beauregard showing up. <laughs> hey, that was at the beginning of the show. Exactly. So here's the only actual full cover. Of Reliant K's version of this song. This is uploaded by Frankie Shalom. So this band calls themselves Reprimanded. And they are all... I could you know, I could tell they were not an American band. And then I looked into their YouTube channel and I found that they're from Tamil. Tamil? T-A-M-I-L. Which is like a section of the Indian continent. Uh... And this is their cover of Deck the Halls by Reliant K. Nice. and I love it. <laughs> this is actually probably the best version of the song. <laughs> Almost tied with Bunch of Believers version. what you mean by tide that is bunch of believers <laughs> that's where they went off to they went off to the indian continent and started a proper punk band good for them i really want to know who out there knows about bunch of believers what do they know i gotta we gotta start figuring this out <laughs> this is gonna become a true crime podcast about trying to uncover the truth about the band bunch of believers Oh my gosh, we should make a documentary. Like, make it very serious. 
<laughs> That's a great idea. So here's just a tribute to a cute little dog that kind of looks like April. This is uploaded oh. by Carrie Smith. Carrie with two R's and an I. What does it start with? <laughs> with a K. <laughs> You're right. Oh, she I came might have over made. Oh. Hi, Papas. Hello. They wrote, I may have, ma- I might have made my demon puppy hate Christmas a little bit. I do not own this song. It is Deck the Halls by Reliant K. I hope you have a fantastic Christmas. And it's a little Chihuahua tribute to their whoever. I guess their dog's name is, might be Demon. And they just dressed their little dog up, their little Chihuahua up in a Christmas sweater. And they did not like it. A little like Santa Aww. Claus coat. April, yeah. <laughs> and then try to make <laughs> them dance. Down. But they keep just, like, giving up. They don't want to move because they're like, I don't want to wear this. That is absolutely April. I put her in a Christmas sweater the other day, and she just, she, like, got underneath the covers and rolled all out of it. (laughs) She came back out to the living room, and I was like, April, where's your sweater? And there's a lot of FMVs, a lot of family FMVs, like little Christmas cards, like pictures of the family all put together, edited to the song. But, you know, I don't think there's any... Oh, we did that last year to Old Lang Syne. We did. That was nice. I don't know if there's anything that's going to top, you know, a bunch of believers. <laughs> Which was not even related to Reliant K. So I guess we'll end on this, because there's no, like, Signe Blanford or Lakeisha Kruger, because Lakeisha Kruger has passed away. Or it was, oh, no. <laughs> she was removed from YouTube. So this but is there's the, a very big difference between getting taken down from YouTube, Danny. Lakeisha and... Kruger was never a real person. That's what, what after we figure out who were a bunch of believers, our next oh, no. true crime podcast will be what happened to Lakeisha Kruger. Oh no. <laughs> so we have this, and this is what we'll end on. This is uploaded by Comain72. K-O-M-A-I-N 72. And this is a RuneScape music video, which I brought to the show once in a while. This is to celebrate their 250th subscriber. They put together this RuneScape music video using the video game RuneScape, set to Deck the Halls by Reliant K. But for whatever reason, it doesn't actually have the song Deck the Halls by Reliant K. It has the song you're hearing right now. And this isn't like an intro, because sometimes like a is different song... Is this P.O.D.? No, this isn't P.O.D. And then on the screen, you see the little RuneScape characters saying the lyrics to Reliant K's Deck the Halls. Happy Holiday from, and then there's the very long thing. With Bogs of Holly, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. But I'm like wondering, I guess maybe they uploaded it and got like a a copyright strike or something. That lady had like a Joker hat on, like a, you know, like a, like a medieval jester, sorry, a jester hat on. (laughs) Her right there, yeah. And only eyes, no nose, no mouth. It's all horrifying. So, this is my favorite. This really is the best. Schnitzel? What does that say? You're moving it around. Those are like, I guess those are usernames. Oh, okay. So this really is the best version of Deck the Halls. Sure. Listen to this. Yeah. It's Deck the dark the version. Of Holly. La, 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 la. This is the Juno award-winning version. <laughs> So, Jessica, yes. this version of Deck the Halls, yeah. the one we're listening to right now, 
Do you like it less, the same, or more than before we listened to more, it? More. 100% more. Way more. This is the best version. Absolutely. This is number one. Bunch of Believers, number two. Sure. Relying, uh, rep- reprimanded, number three. Relying K, number four. Yeah. Sorry, Relying K. I don't know what to tell you. Wait, who was the third one? Reprimanded. Who was that? The Indian band. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so, for real. How do you feel? Like I barely, I feel like we barely talked about it. This really is like our sort of like. Oh. I like it the same because I loved it before. I love sick. it now. Yeah, and I definitely. This like is song. the Nyquil and Bourbon like <laughs> cocktail. That yeah, you wanted behind the paywall. Exactly, and unfortunately, it came out in front of it. 